0: Minnesota fishing opener is tomorrow. Before we head out, check the ice conditions. We need to check the results of this COVID test.
1: I got the COVID!
0: Matthew Baxley just took a test, not feeling well. The day before the opener, we're here with Kevin the K Man Kramer.
1: How's it going?
0: Well, we're going to find out in about 10 seconds.
1: And, all rides on this. And the results right, it's been 10 of 8, the... 52 a.m. Uh, it's been 10 minutes. The strip is in the vial.
2: I don't see... There's no pink. There's no pink. Is there blue? Yep, the blue is the... Um, there's blue! Yep, <laughs> blue is the control. And uh, if there is a pink line near the blue line, then it is considered a positive. I only see a blue line. What about you, Kevin?
1: Only blue, no pink.
2: Uh, Joe Fredericks? Blue only. No covid here.
0: You
2: know what that means.
0: Fish ain't open. <laughs>
1: this is the WTIP Boundary Waters podcast. This is the wilderness
2: that Dave and I were both introduced to as kids. You know, our first wilderness camping experiences were in the Boundary Waters. And in summer, you wake up, you swim through the lake, you have breakfast, and you can relax, you can go
1: paddling, you can go hiking. We've done this trip before to Horseshoe Lake, and I remember catching walleye there before.
3: I went on a canoe trip in the Boundary Waters. And it's, it was really cool, it was my first time.
1: The route
2: from Ram Lake back to Poplar Lake with, with no packs, with, with
3: only a day pack, uh, we take it in one day. Well, you can look to Venus, you can look to Mars, I will set my sights by the northern star and in the deep dark blue come the northern lights. Oh, and in the deep dark blue come the northern lights.
2: Welcome to episode 66 of a WTIP Boundary Waters podcast. I'm looking at Kevin the K-Man Kramer over there with his hat on and his sunglasses staring out at this lake as the (laughs) ice melts.
0: Slowly, but surely, the ice is melting. It's made significant progress in the two, three hours we've been hanging out here, I would say.
1: When we got here this whole bay was almost completely iced in and now the sun's out and the wind's howling i'd guess 20 to 25 miles an hour and it's blowing this ice sheet around and i would say 70 percent of this bay is open now i'm thinking the rest of this ice might go within the next couple hours what do you think wow uh
2: yeah i actually the longer we sit here and watch it, the more I think that's a possibility.
0: This is going to be a daring experience to get to the campsite. We've modified our plan slightly, although not necessarily dramatically at this point. We're just going to take what is given to us as opposed to a charge into a certain campsite, which was the original plan when we booked this permit in uh, late january for example well
2: it became increasingly obvious our recent conversation that we committed to we knew that the ice was not going to be out today that was obvious as of yesterday but joe and i had agreed that if we can put our canoes in the water even if that's a narrow channel we're going to start paddling and see what happens And uh, when we pulled up, I was able to put the solo canoe in the water and paddle around.
0: So we're going to take it down the lake as far as we can and hope to get into the designated wilderness, the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness, find a campsite. And if we can go beyond that, we'll do that. And we're going to take you along the way with us on this expedition. As you heard in the recent episodes, Matthew and I have been drilling holes in the Boundary Waters on some smaller lakes we went from about 34 inches down to about 24 now one week later to the day we're looking at some open water and we don't know what's waiting for us around that turn but we're about to find out
2: As with every perfect day in the Boundary Waters, few things went according to plan <laughs> as, <laughs> as this day comes to a close.
0: <laughs> How about that ice paddling today?
2: Oh, I mean, you know, it looked as though the game had changed when we put on the water. and There was plenty of open water as far as we could clearly see. And just beyond where we could clearly see it
0: locked back up, and we
2: proceeded <laughs>
0: to charge. <laughs> I ain't gonna be feeling that in my shoulders
2: i'm fe- I'm actually feeling it already mm-hmm. so uh, the lake actually was i mean the the ice across the East bearskin Lake was thick there was on the south facing shore. Uh, loose uh, sort of thinner ice we were able to punch through you guys in the tandem led punching through uh, with the canoe at times and then other times as the ice began to thicken the further down the lake we went you resorted to using your paddles to bust through ice and it got thicker and thicker and at one point I'm pretty sure uh Kevin, that came in, Kramer, held up a chunk of ice that was how thick?
1: Probably five inches thick.
2: Five inches thick.
1: Five inches. Not honeycomb black ice either. I mean, solid, solid white.
0: It was white it ice. was clear ice, K-Man saying. He's he's so haggard and beleaguered he can barely crawl toward the microphone at this point. And I don't blame you, K-Man. Rest easy. Good soul, rest easy.
2: So I, I was following the tandem canoe for most of this progression, for almost all of it. And then at one point you guys got, you know, you got, I think, a little tired out and stuck. You couldn't really bust through further, so I thought I'd take a turn. And I went probably one canoe length ahead of them mm-hmm. and then uh literally got pinned between the shore and the, the ice and... um it took me 15 minutes to get out of that spot spot. Mm-hmm. Uh but we did but the long the the short of it is that we got shut down.
0: So we're going to recalibrate and think about uh our next move and we're we're still on the lake here. We're we're thinking about we're just waiting. We're just going to wait and see. That's that's where we're at. And there's been more open water even since that time that we can see. The wind was just a huge factor in this today. That's, that's what led, even gave us an opportunity for one thing. Meanwhile, the moon is out. Clear skies. Frogs are chirping, and we're going to settle into the evening, make a plan for... See if we can continue down the lake tomorrow, and just take it as it is. It's the opener. It's the opener, and we will continue down the lake mm-hmm. tomorrow, and we'll and
2: we'll get a, just like today. We'll get as far as we get, and if we're lucky, we'll get to a portage, and we'll get to another lake.
0: And if we don't, then that's that's what it is this year, and that's. Ties back to some things that the Cayman and I have touched on on a previous episode of. You gotta just kind of roll with it sometimes, and the trip isn't always, in fact, often is not what you set out. We saw it this winter on the trip to. Uh, we were going out ice fishing, and things we fell through the ice. <laughs> <and> things were <laughs> things did not go according to plan at all, that and yet a that's day. a great trip.
2: Well, I <laughs> will. I will say that nothing about this day has disappointed me.
0: No. Not at all. It's just tomorrow's a fishing opener. And we're gonna see what happens with that. It's what? gonna it's gonna I have, I have an idea. Yeah.
2: Let's catch some fish. <laughs>
0: That's, we're gonna try and we're just gonna see what happens and uh maybe we can't get to exactly where we've set out to go. Been looking at maps for six, seven months, talking about this trip mm-hmm. and here we are, and we're blocked off by nature to get there, this natural force that we've been celebrating all winter the ice <laughs> Want, so ironic. wanting it to get here <laughs> oh it's Thanksgiving, I hope it freezes freeze, come on, freeze uh, and now here it is, middle of May and we're going, get out of here <laughs> don't you know what I'm trying to do here oh, well said Freddie, so we'll see where this ends up uh, so glad you're with us on this journey everybody, and we'll pick it up tomorrow day two on the Fishing <laughs> Opener First portage of the year. Complete! Well, with a canoe on our shoulders.
2: Uh, that was a doozy, if I do say so myself. We saw otters tumbling around in the lake, as joyful as we are to be in open water.
0: Even more so, perhaps. That was like a performance of, uh, celebration of open water beaver we saw that big beaver on the yeah, way over
1: too. all of the wildlife are welcoming us we had the loons this morning singing to us first open water loon of the season and then uh, you know all the wildlife i mean a lot of moose tracks up in yeah. here too we haven't seen a moose but a lot of sign yeah, right. some scad a lot of footprints fresh footprints too mm-hmm. so i mean all the wildlife are are welcoming us and that was all before the portage
2: and let me tell you, this thing was a doozy. Uh, snow up to our knees at points. Oh, yeah. d- water up to our knees at other points. Mm-hmm. Uh, muck. K-Man was leading the way, breaking trail, and uh, almost had a doozy on the uh, this here narrow boardwalk.
1: Yeah, so there's a boardwalk across some open water. It's all flooded out, but there's about two feet of snow on top of the boardwalk. So you put your foot down, right, trying to get a a footing because you got a Duluth pack and a bunch of gear and rods in one hand and and paddles in the other and you're fumbling around trying to get a footing on this catwalk. If you fall off that catwalk, it's a two-foot drop into three feet of water, which you don't want. So, you're trying to get a good footing on this thing, and it's two feet of snow on top of a layer of ice on top of a catwalk. That's, what, six inches wide. <laughs> Don't forget about the down
2: tree that was you falling. No, to <laughs>
1: crawl over the, the, the tree fall, too, <laughs> on the catwalk. I mean, it was an absolute labyrinth through there, but but uh, but it's fishing opener over here, guys. Yeah, fishing uh, opener. Uh,
0: what are we doing standing here talking?
1: Has anyone even mentioned busting through the ice to get here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, just cracking through, you know, the the last little bit of ice, you know. Just the the Royal X just banging through ice, trying to break it with your paddle. Oh, my paddle's kind of torn
0: up, to be yeah, honest well, with you. Thanks for sacrificing that paddle, came in, I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know,
2: after last night's check-in, mm-hmm. it was still anything could go today. Mm-hmm. And luckily, when we got back on the water ice had receded more and we were able to continue our progression and there was only one spot really where that ice was so thick that it it took you guys a while to break through but there was open water on the other side of it so we knew if we could get through that
0: we'd probably be home free and here we are what i'm really enjoying watching this these ice bergs get pulled into the outlet and you can actually see them we watch them smash into some of these alder it's actually a Beautiful thing. I mean, the force of nature is just unfolding before our eyes. And we have given up, at least for today, on the opener. Lake trout. And we're on to walleye now. Walleye. (laughs) I'd like to have a uh, walleye taco
2: meal as soon as possible.
0: I'd like some walleye and eggs, followed by walleye tacos. Ooh, two meals? Yeah. Let's get to it. I think so. We're headed to the campsite. We're here in the Boundary Waters. It's the fishing opener. The sun is out. The icebergs are floating around. And life is good.
1: We made it! (laughs) That's
2: the sound of... A walleye fish fry.
1: <laughs> wow. What a day, boys. Can you believe that? Would you
2: like to join me in a bite?
1: Yeah. Uh. First bite of the opener. Cheers.
2: <laughs> oh. Oh, wow.
1: That is good. That walleye was swimming around just an hour or so ago, right?
2: Uh, I've lost all sense of time.
1: What a magical moment tonight was. We could try, we could sit and talk about this for days and not paint the picture of what happened out here tonight. Well,
2: let's start with this moment. It is dark. We're sitting at camp, we got a fire Going in the fire grate, Joe's frying walleye in the skillet, there's a almost full moon rising in the sky, and it was a
3: good day.
1: It was a great day. We started out earlier today barely getting in here. We were still mostly iced in. On several lakes and then we get we barely got to this campsite it was just open enough where we managed to just slither between a couple icebergs yeah, we were like weaving through ice right finding the open channels right and it was only open up until this site and then the rest of the lake was still kind of locked in but we managed to get to this site which is a beautiful site did some fishing from shore. Didn't have a heck of a lot of luck fishing no from shore. To... Uh, yeah, I th- that would be. <laughs> so what was that, Freddie?
0: That was no luck on that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not, none whatsoever. And actually, so, yeah, and we
1: tried to paddle. We tried to paddle. Uh, we didn't get very far. Most of the lake was still iced over, you know, so we couldn't get to where we wanted to go. We knew we wanted to get to some running water, right? The f- some moving water where the fish might be hanging out but we couldn't get there the other end of the lake was still totally iced in and we couldn't get there so what did we do we took a nap
2: <laughs> uh, th- there are three hammocks strung up in this campsite three different hammocks with unique styles of rain flies and accoutrement and we all snoozed in them For a good while today, didn't we?
1: Well, it started to rain a little bit. Just not heavy, but there was some thunder in the distance. And uh, we thought maybe it was going to rain a little harder, but it didn't ever really come down. Just kind of a drizzle. But we thought, well, there's some thunder in the distance. You know, let's rest up. Maybe maybe tonight we'll have an opportunity to paddle down the rest of the lake after it opens up. So we all took a nap. Some of us had some dreams that we shared with each other. And then, uh, and then we kind of look out on the lake, and we're not seeing a lot of ice down there anymore, right? So we went for it. We did. We paddled down there, and there was still a little bit, just a little bit of ice left. It wasn't completely out, but it was about ninety percent out on this lake. We made it down to the end of the lake where we knew there might be some fish. And sure enough, as soon as we got there, it was almost the first cast, wasn't it, Freddie?
0: That was first cast. I would, I would just like to say, uh, as we have this walleye dinner and this delicious bread, uh, fry bread from our pal Eric Dickus in Omaha, thank you for the bread, Eric, is that this trip, although it's the fishing opener and we're having a fish fry, this is a trip about ice. The, the whole theme of this is ice. There's still some ice on this lake. We watched the ice go out on a lake today. It, it was basically covered in ice when we got here and now it's 97 percent ice free it
2: was probably 97 percent covered
0: yeah when we got here that experience is phenomenal this the walleye that we got into gangbusters awesome the takeaway for me is ice
1: the the interaction with it
2: the the bussing through yeah. chewing up your paddle
1: the little sound that the ice crystals make as they kind of uh rub against each other as they're as they're starting to melt and uh the wind blows them around you know and we're paddling through that the sound of a paddle crushing right through the ice right yeah i mean that's the that is the the more exciting topic of this trip it's just being in the heart of ice out it's not really f- it wasn't so much fishing opener it was lake opener <laughs> <laughs> right? <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes what an experience i mean you can't describe this i mean you can try but if you weren't here to witness this i don't know i don't know if there's words So now we'll just savor those
2: memories of the day, the soreness in our muscles and our bones. Sit next to this fire and eat some walleye. How you feeling, Freddie?
0: I'm feeling great over here. I'm probably going to have some coffee after dinner. Big full moon almost hanging up above, poking through the trees. It's a beautiful night in the Boundary Waters. Fishing opener. Ice and lake opener! This is Joe with the WTIP Boundary Waters podcast, a quick intermission of sorts. Although the episode's winding down, we needed to share something that occurred that night at camp. Shortly after this part of the episode where we were enjoying the fish fry at our campsite on the fishing opener, SpaceX had launched 53 Starlink satellites that day, same day as the opener, Saturday, May 14th. So there's these satellites that are in the air. If you've ever seen one of these go through the night sky, it looks like this cylinder shape, kind of think of like a subway, long New York City subway car system going through the tunnel. There's just this bright light all connected and it got our attention. We saw that that night. And so we're sitting there at camp, we're in this total bliss state, eating the walleye, made it to our first Boundary Waters Canoe Camp of the Year, and right as we're winding down the meal, out of the corner of my eye, I see this thing dart through the sky, and we'd never seen anything like it. We did not know what was happening. We did not know it was a Starlink satellite, these 50-plus Starlink satellites going through. We thought it was like one large ship or something. It grabbed our attention to say the least, and here's some of what we recorded shortly after again not knowing what it was completely baffled awestruck plus just the (laughs) whole experience of the day on our minds we were just (laughs) the chatter got interesting around the campfire speculating about what it was here's some of that conversation
1: we saw this for over a minute right About a minute.
0: About a minute, probably, between here and down at the lake. That seems somewhere between 30 seconds and a minute. I mean, time sort of stood still.
2: What I can say with certainty is that we discussed what we saw for an hour, trying to rule out, you know, K-Man was really good, you know, he's a very logical person, is saying, well, could it have been this? And we talked about why it could or couldn't have been, and... And I was just saying, as we are stoking the fire again, I think what I'm most ups- upset about right now, and ex- and mixed emotions, is that I don't know what I saw. I don't have any frame of reference for anything that I know of in this world that was up there in the sky.
1: There's nothing to compare this to that we've ever seen. But what what I wonder is if we go home, we leave the wilderness tomorrow, mm-hmm. if if there's going to be something on the news, like some news story about this, or are we going to go home and people are going to be like, "You saw what? No, no, we didn't see anything here." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm just unsure what we're going home to <laughs> right now. Yeah. Or
2: did this? It did. What we see was it witnessed by everybody across the planet, and everybody's
1: talking about it.
0: Yeah, that's that's a possibility. Yeah, and
1: but we won't know. <laughs> We don't know right now. It's just three guys sitting around a campfire wondering if we're the only three people on the planet who just witnessed this. Wow. Uh, I,
2: I, yeah, Joe, I don't know what to say. I even feel silly talking about it, but
1: I saw it. We all saw it. We're all logical people like that wouldn't just make something like this up. Uh, Isn't, it's pretty mind-blowing. Yeah. I don't know what it was.
0: Again, that's our discussion around camp in the boundary waters that night on the fishing opener, May 14th. Turns out those were Starlink satellites that had been launched by SpaceX that day, Saturday, May 14th. So that is what happened to us around the campfire. Let's get back to the rest of the episode. Well, no more UFO sightings, but Matthew's just walking out of the lake.
1: Ah, uh, feels good.
0: We've made it back to the landing. Near where this trip started, whitecaps on the lake. Big white caps. Pretty challenging paddle getting home, but we were up for it. Oh, yeah, it was a good push to the end. Everything on this trip, I feel like there's been a little bit of
2: work to get to the reward. Yeah. And the exit was no different.
0: And the day started with wind. We woke up, deep sleep, didn't get to bed, which isn't a normal thing on a boundary waters trip for most of us. Looked at the clock. Midnight. Yeah, well we had some strange occurrences that kept us up. The UFO. The aforementioned UFO. And uh got up, leisurely breakfast and made it down. Most of the snow's gone. The lake is all but ice for even the bigger lake where we started and you know, maybe a little on some of the clear big lakes but these are all going to be popping in the next day or two now with this heavy wind and the sun not exactly the trip we set out to do in
1: not fact even close. we dropped down to plan f g something in there we had all kinds of contingency plans and uh we didn't we didn't do any of those no. none of this was even on our radar what we did on this trip the lakes we went to the campsites we stayed on the fish we were fishing for none of it but it was it was awesome <laughs> it all worked out awesome. everything had to be like every thing had to to work out just right for us to make this trip and it did and it was one choice at a time yeah we didn't we didn't ever thought beyond the next thing and that made it flow you had to just kind of let it let it decide what we were what kind of trip this was going to be let mother nature decide what this trip was gonna entail.
0: Looks like the wind is still ripping and roaring. Time to load up the canoes for the first time to to depart an entry point. We'll be back, all of us, without question. Uh, But actually, fellas, I wanted to share with you that it's time for me to go get on board that ship that flew by last night. So, see you later,
2: fellas. (laughs)
0: Been a good time paddling with you. (laughs)
2: Goodbye! Bye,
3: Freddie. <laughs> See ya, <you>, Freddie. <laughs> I just to sing when I paddled in Feeling, not thinking, if the strokes are true, we're going to get through to the other side. Now, out in the night, the waves beat the shore. You can hear them pounding, you can hear them roar. Oh, rule me, rock me in my dreams can roll me, rock me in my dreams So I like to sing, I love to dance I play the fool if I got the chance All around the campfire light All around the campfire light All around, all around, all around The campfire light